Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, April 2nd, and we've got a lot to cover, so I'm going to step aside because we've got a team of people in Utah right now that are just ready to shout out some rank advancements. So, Darren, how are you today? <laughs> ready to shout out some rank advancements for sure. We've got a lot today, so thanks, Andy. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I'm going to check out those Reese's Easter eggs next week when Passover is over. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'll send you some just so you have enough. Okay. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks. As Sandy said, we've got a lot going on, but we've got a ton, a ton of recognition today. Fantastic recognition. So I'm going to jump right in. Uh, started off with our new diamond coaches, and then we've got a little bit of, uh, I've got some help today with me, so I'm pretty excited about that. Anyway, let's get it kicked off. Here we go with the new diamond coaches. Congratulations to Whitney Arno. Ashley Banker, Ashley Banks, Nora Barnes in a secondary CBC, Courtney Borer, Elizabeth Bauman, Muriel Boyer, Courtney Brady, Jenna Brown, Marty Brown, Joe Coots, Deborah Dobson in a secondary CBC, Nicole Faulkner, Michelle Forbes, Timothy Goines, Jacob Guy, Sandra Guzman Andrade, Scott Hamilton, Amy Haas, Danae Hayes, Victoria Heil, Kelsey Hill, Sarah. Hohenzi, Rebecca Hunter, Tim Jackson, Sarah Jackson from Canada, Roseanne Johnston, Jace, uh, let's see, Jason Kulney, uh, Zachary Landecker from Canada, Audrey Legault, Lindsay Magno, Amanda Markham, Kelly Matson, Brittany McLeod in a secondary CBC, Jolie McLeod, also in a secondary CBC, Evie Morales, Mackenzie Morgan, Tara Opsal, Joseph Osborne, Eileen Palomaro, from Canada, Tommy Palmer, Brittany Pearson, Katie Petrillo, Carmen Pinero, Tanya Piper, Sabrina Purnell from Canada, Aaron Reamer, Rosemary Robbins, Aris, Roman Perez, Heather Shipley. From the UK, Debbie Steinke, Danielle Stoltz, Ashley Stroke, Alexandra Vermont-God, Samantha Warshani, Carrie Williams, Chelsea Winkler, Jesse Weiss, and Mary Zimmerman. That was an awesome group of new diamond coaches. Now for our star diamonds. Here we go. The first four in the secondary CBC. We've got Cassie Depew, Leticia Dominguez, Lisa Filippetti, Katie Jerima, Kate Morgan, Denise Overton. In a secondary CBC, Logan Underwood and Courtney Vanderlinden. Now our new two-star diamond coaches. Callie Banks-Mendoza, Patrice Bowler, Sarah Cronin, Maren Crawley in a secondary CBC, Micah Folsom, Juliet Han in a secondary CBC, Chelsea Lipstro, Melissa McCann, and Kath uh, Synthony Petrelia. Now, our new three-star. We're only to the three-star diamonds, coaches. This is awesome. We have two new three-star diamonds this week, Sam Rada and Mandy Kai Sagita. And jumping to four-star diamond in a secondary CBC, Holly Hillier. And coaches, we have a new five-star diamond coach. That would be Dara Rockholt. And we have two new nine-star diamond coaches. Congratulations to Ashley Feldizen and Ashley Lachlan. All right. Sorry, those were six-star diamond coaches, not nine-star. I messed that up. <laughs> it looks like a six, but it's upside down. Okay. Now, I'm going to bring in some special guests today. I'm really grateful to have them with me. We'll first jump in with Doug Moss. 
who's going to introduce some of our new 10-star diamond coaches. Here he is. Well, I'm going to do the first one. So our first new 10-star diamond coach is from Salt Lake City, Utah. She's a mom of four, soon to be mom of five. Uh, she's a two-time elite coach. She's only been a coach for three years. So we're excited to congratulate Jalen Barnes at hitting 10-star. Congratulations. Awesome, Jalen. Way to go. Jalen's kind of almost my neighbor, too. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to have Carlos come in and introduce a new, another new 10-star diamond coach. Carlos, take it away. I'm super excited to be able to recognize this woman, this, an entrepreneur, mom of three, the founder, the co-founder of Diesel Core, Monica Lopez. Woohoo! Monica, Tensar Diamond, awesome to have you as a leader and example to all of us who are here cheering you and knowing what impact you're having in the community. Awesome. Thanks, Carlos. All right, and now we have none other than Keyshawn to introduce another I am so excited, Darren, because I get to recognize one of my great friends, our newest 10 star diamond from Virginia, mom of one, coach since 2014. Holly Hillier! Yes. Woo! <laughs> there was no woo -woo, none of that. Woo -woo. Yeah, there you go. I can't do that. Awesome. Okay, you're not done. I'm not done? No, you got I'm one more person done. to introduce. And coaches, this week we have a new superstar diamond coach. And I'm going to let Keyshawn introduce that new superstar diamond coach that we have. Go for it. All right. She is the founder of Team Together Rising, mom of two. And listen our newest 15-star superstar diamond, all the way from Charleston, South Carolina, Moira Kusaba. Thank you for being here. All right, that makes it a lot better than you don't have to look at my, you know. Anyway, thanks guys, you guys were awesome. Okay, finally, we have the new ranks, or let's see, uh, top success club point earners for the week. And let me jump through those real quick. On the top of that list, we have Ashley Molstad, Emily Favre, Melissa St. Lawrence, Rachel Baldwin, and Emily Kirby. All right, Sandy, back to you. That's it for recognition. And make it a fantastic week. That was so exciting. I love that. It gives a personal flavor to it. Yeah, so good. And also, I want everybody to know that on Sunday nights, Darren practices everyone's names. <laughs> Where are all the Smiths? Why don't we have any coaches whose last name is Smith, right? We do once in a while. <laughs> we have Ashley Smith once in a while. So. All right. Thank you so much, Darren. We're going to move on. I've got uh, four top announcements today, so let me um, share my screen with everybody. Four announcements for April 2nd. And first one is... The April Challenge Pack discount, get $20 off the Deluxe and Mega Challenge Packs and Completion Packs in April. This is a great opportunity to showcase our new premium packs that deliver the absolute best results. So, and for a limited time offer, customers receive 10% off any Beach Bar 2-pack with a Challenge Pack purchase, plus free shipping on the bars. Phew, lots to say about that. If you want more, we've got an FAQ on that, 8016. Next, Super Saturday is this week, guys. It's this Saturday. Some of you are having Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday events. Um, please get to an event this weekend. Check out the map. We have it listed in the Super Saturday page in the back office. Registration closes tonight at 5 p.m., 
um, Pacific time, remember California time, that's if you're going to register to host your own event so that you post uh, your registration link and all that stuff, you can still go to any Super Saturday this week. But if you plan to host, we close that tonight. So um, the video, guys, fantastic. Chock full of a lot of announcements. It's a big one. And I don't know if Jeff knows. It's our 29th Super Saturday. <laughs> okay. Number three, Beach Bars launching this Friday. You asked, we delivered. It's been a lot of years since you wanted bars. We got them for you. 10 grams of protein, 150 calories, no artificial colors, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and say it with me, gluten-free. Gluten-free, guys. You know, that's a California thing. Anyway, you want to check out the interview with Luigi Groton um, on Coach Monthly because he talks all about the benefits of the bars. FAQ 9754 is if you want more information on the bars. Last but not least, To Be Mindset is coming one month from today. Program is created by a registered dietitian and nutritionist, Ilana Molstein. Um, so you want to get to a Super Saturday event because we have a great interview with her in that video. So much going on. Let me stop sharing and get back to introducing our host, our president of global sales, Jeff. Hell. Sandy, you need to work on the. Whoop, whoop. You need to work on the. I'll use that to Exactly. We hear that all day long. It's absolutely fantastic. And <laughs> my congratulations to everybody that advanced, and especially to Moira and to her team. That's absolutely incredible. And a lot of fun to have these other guys getting to do a little bit of recognition. So, guys, there is so much going on, as you sensed, with Beach Bars, with Super Saturday. We've got our Success Club trip coming up. Um, but that's all geared to help you build your business. And Again, the purpose of this call, right? So this morning, I'm going to call a quick audible on us. On Friday, we did a little bit of an exercise as a, as a team here about the power of telling story and what some of those elements are. And Kevin Shaw, who's our manager in training and development, uh, shared a story that I thought, I can't let this go uh, not untold. And so before we get to Kim, it's going to be fantastic as well. We're going to give her all the time that she needs. I want to bring Kevin Shaw on. So Kevin, I see you there. Yes. And, um, so coaches, everybody has a story and there's a bit of an art to telling a story, but um, Kevin did such a remarkable job on this. I just wanted to just say, Kevin, take your three and a half minutes and just tell this story so coaches get a sense of the power of that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Coaches, this is a great opportunity to, I mean, the importance of telling a story. So six months into my job here at Beachbody, I was given the opportunity to go to an event in Philly uh, where Carl was going to speak and I was going to be his partner on stage. And when they wanted me to, to give just a quick little 15-minute presentation before Carl got on stage, and on the plane ride over, I thought, you know what, I'm going to come up with my talking point. So I've been with Beachbody for six months, and I thought, I'm going to come up with six things I've learned since being with Beachbody for six months. Here's a fresh new approach. Here's my, my, my observations, the things I've learned in being with Beachbody for six months. And so on the plane ride over, I had my paper, I had my pencil, and I started writing some of the things that I had learned in being with, being with Beachbody, some great things. I thought this was going to be a great topic. And on the plane right over, the flight attendant, as they always do, gets on the intercom and says, 
you know, we're going to come by with drinks and we're going to come by with snacks as, and so I'm not really paying attention. And then because it's the month of October, she said, and just so you know, we've partnered, Delta Airlines has partnered with the Breast Cancer Research Foundation because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We're going to come by and collect any cash donations that you would like to make to, towards the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. I thought, oh, that's great, that's, that's nice. Um, and then I went right back to my writing about the six things I've learned since being with Beachbody. And so she comes up and down, she comes by, she says, hi, what can I get you? I always get Fresca and I always ask for the can because I think it's stupid that they only give you a little bit. So I ask for the whole can because that's just how I am. I get my snacks and then she moves on. And after a while, after she's, after she's done giving drinks and snacks to everybody, uh, she gets back on the intercom and, and she goes like this, she said, Guys, there are 150 of you on the airplane, and we only collected $42. And so at this point, I'm thinking, great, here comes the guilt, <laughs> you know, laying on us about how bad we are. But she surprised me. She said, I want to let you know that I'm a breast cancer survivor myself. Because of the generosity of thousands of people that I will never meet in my lifetime, I'm alive today. I can play with my grandkids. I can go outside. I'm here serving you because people donated to a rightful cause and I'm alive and I'm so grateful for these, for these people. And I think we can do better. So I'm gonna come down the aisle again and I'm gonna to try to collect a little bit more money. So at this time, I mean, we're all just like crying, but she stops by like, you know, just here's my wallet. Here, here's my keys in my car. Just, just take everything. Like, I felt so horrible, I, but, but it was for such a good cause. And at the end, she gets back on, she says, that's better. We just collected $492. Wow. So what was the difference? What was the difference? Her story. Pitch number one, she was selling and collected $42. Pitch number two, she told her story and collected $492. So at that point, my six things, yeah, who cares about those anymore? I know exactly what I'm gonna say on stage in Philly. And it was simply that, the power of telling your story. Coaches, if you are, if you are selling, you're not doing good. Like if you're stating facts, if you're saying, well, it has these ingredients, that's cool, but people don't care. They want to know your story. They want to be part of something great. They want to be part of a bigger cause than themselves. I didn't have guilt giving money to the, donating to this fund. I wanted to because I understood her story. When people understand your story, when people connect to your story, when you have a story, people will be a part of that. And that's the power of telling your story. So my question to you as I finish here is, are you selling or are you telling? Jeff? Kevin, fantastic. Thank you so much. I, I was watching just on uh, Facebook and watching some of the hearts, and I think that you hit a few people on that. But, but, the, but the message is so appropriate. It, this is about sharing your story. This is what makes you relatable. So thank you, Kevin, for jumping on. I'm going to say goodbye to you. And now we're going to have a great coach story. So it's my pleasure to bring really our guest, the reason we're on here today, uh, Kim Lima, and she has been a coach for over five and a half years. She's a four-time elite coach, 65 months in Success Club. She is a uh, 2018 elite coach, and we're absolutely thrilled to have her on the call with us today. So, Kim, are you there? I can see you. Welcome. I am here, Jeff. Thank you so much. 
All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And, and sorry for all of the stuff before this. You're going, man, is it ever going to be my turn? Well, it's your turn now. So um, It was a wonderful story. I was there in Philadelphia when uh, Kevin told us that story. And it just, today, it still gets you in the heartstrings. Yeah, we had a bunch of, in the office, we were, we were kind of doing a little bit of practice, you know, working on some of this. And like, everybody was like, you know, it was so remarkable. But um, anyway, the, but the principle there is, is, is the power of, your, of telling your story so people can connect. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that today and part of the story. But so let's jump into who Kim is and a little bit about your backstory. And then we'll jump into the meat of the call, talking about sharing your struggle and how that can create uh, more confidence and, and relatability and how that can help you. So who's Kim? Who is Kim? <laughs> well, the Kim before Beachbody... Um, was somebody who was looking like she probably was living the um, typical American dream life. I was a housewife. I had two beautiful children. I was um, not somebody who particularly had a weight issue. I was going to the gym, um, but there was these destructive behaviors that I was involved with every day that I was hiding from everybody in my life. Um, you know, not just, just general people, but uh, my husband. I was a bulimic. I was somebody who, despite having such a great life, was secretly running up store credit cards and not telling my husband, not paying them. Um, and it just became this thing of, you know what, this is what 40 is like. Just put on your mask every day, get through it, go to sleep, and wake up again. And I started to find out Beachbody Insanity because I needed a workout program I could do at home because we were in Florida and I couldn't take my kids to the gym. And so I had to figure out like what I was going to do. And so I bought my program on Amazon. <laughs> And so at the time, I didn't know there was Team Beachbody or any of that. At the same time I bought the program, one of my friends liked one of my coaches' pictures, and I started to follow her. She looked confident. She looked amazing. And um, she, you know, I started to send her pictures like, hey, I do that insanity, you know, program too. And she just invited me to join her group. And within that challenge group, I found magic. I found myself. I found the ability to figure out who Kim Lima really was without, you know, worrying about people judging me or worrying about, um, you know, if I was good enough. And I started to realize how much my day got better when I started to show up in those groups and help other people and cheerlead other people. And, you know, with that being said, I developed this amazing body at, at 41 at the time with six pack abs. And I just had this thing in me that I felt like I could help other people. Well, that's a, a great story. And you, we could probably stop right there just on the power of challenge groups and a, and a well-run challenge group 
you know, the value that's given, the journey that people are on, and how you can help other people and benefit at the at the same at the same time. So that's a that's a great piece. So when did your business start to take off? There was the kind of the physical, emotional transformation that you were undergoing, but there's also obviously a business piece that you were contemplating or looking at. How did that start to get traction? Sure. So I was actually a coach for five months and never hit success club, never sold a challenge pack. And I was working the business. And I remember it like today, I was in the middle of Trader Joe's and somebody had reached out to me and I realized that I was doing a disservice to everyone that reached out to me, to everyone that I was talking to on social media by not really talking about what helped me get to where I was. I was so afraid to talk about Shakeology. I thought that people would think it was a, you know, like special K drink or something, or that they thought that that was, you know, like just, it was, it was a weight loss product. And I just was saying to people like, oh, you know, I'm just doing this video at home and everything. And I was really downplaying what I was going through before um, I started using it. I was downplaying all the things that I had learned in a challenge group. And I feel like I was not giving somebody the total solution they needed to change their life. And in that moment, grocery shopping in Trader Joe's, I decided to text back that woman. And I said, hey, you know, do you have time to get on the phone with me? I'd really like to talk to you about, you know, what had happened to me and we could talk about your goals. And I sold her a challenge pack. I literally have not missed Success Club, I think, for 65 months now. Once I made that switch of that I need to tell people all of it in order to get them to understand the value of it, that's when my business changed. Well, that's a great observation. And I think, you know, for, for, for a lot of the coaches, young and old, I think sometimes uh, you know, one, we're a little half-hearted, we can be a little bit half in, and we describe this as the complete solution. And if you're going to really help people, what our role as coaches, what your role as coaches are, is to offer the complete solution to people to create the highest probability of success for them. And so you are holding something back if you're not sharing at all, right? Now, obviously, there's a, there's, there's a learned skill set as how how you can do that better. And that's a little bit about what we're going to talk today. So let's jump in, Kim, into your main topic. And I know we're going to talk a bit about struggles and identifying, sharing those and how those can build trust and confidence in the business. So let me toss it over to you to take it away. Sure. So I think sometimes when we think about struggles, we think negative, we think, um, you know, God, somebody might judge me or um, it, I'm going to look weak in front of other people. But from what I have figured out in my own life is that sharing exactly who I am and sharing all parts of my journey has built this immense trust with people who join me and I find that it keeps them on their path because they're going to have struggles. And if you have kind of omitted all your struggles that you have gone through, they kind of come to the conclusion that there shouldn't be any struggles. And when they occur, they think, oh, well, this isn't for me or I'm going to quit. And they kind of disappear maybe from your challenge groups. And so what I want to do today is really redirect people on their perception of struggles. 
And your struggle does not have to be as large as mine. I mean, I think people know my um, story of, of developing breast cancer two years ago. It can be as small as you're on the 80-day obsession and you ate Easter candy yesterday. That, you know, whenever those moments in your life happen where you feel alone, you feel like you might be judged, you feel that perhaps maybe this makes you weaker um, in other people's eyes. And what I have done, and I learned this from Tony Robbins, is every story that you have had of struggle or frustration is designed for you and it's designed for your own growth and so one of the things that i think people should do is make a list and take a piece of paper out i'm a former teacher and make three columns and i want you to think back of five struggles that you have had in your life that perhaps Go back to what that felt like. Go back to what it feels like to be frustrated. Go back to what it was like. You know, I think of struggles in my life when I went back to get my master's degree and I was pregnant and I had a two-year-old and I look back at that now and I'm like, how did I even accomplish that? But it was there for a reason to teach me something. And so make a list because I do believe that everyone has had a struggle. It's just... You have distanced yourself so much from it because maybe you feel better. Maybe you're kind of like, oh, I'm a little embarrassed that I went through that struggle. Don't be. It was designed for you to teach you. And I know for, for myself and many of my coaches, it has made them the amazing person that they are. And so that has been one of the, the biggest things that you can do. And you know what? If you haven't shared all of those struggles, what an opportunity to connect with people. And it can't even be connecting about fitness. Maybe you're connecting with the mom who is putting herself through school, through college right now. You know, there is, um, there's a story that I told when I was taking the train to back and forth to, to, um, to work. And I, there was a time in my life that I was so afraid to talk to people, like I wouldn't look them in the eye. And I took a train ride one day and ended up like an hour away from where my then husband boyfriend's apartment was because I didn't want to speak to anybody and ask them where the right place was. And so I think people look at me now and they're like, Kim Lima not being able to talk to people? Yeah, that was that Kim Lima. But now I can take the subway, I can take the train. Why? Because I have been in challenge groups and working with strangers for a long time now. And I have gotten comfortable with that. And that has helped me to the point that I can talk to anybody, ask directions. And so, yes, a physical transformation is amazing. And, but what people really want is they want the quality of their life to change. And when you can show that through a struggle and show that what happened in using our products and using our system has, has created for you to find, it's pretty amazing. Hey, so Kim, let me, I may have missed something. And if so, I apologize. I apologize. Um, at the beginning of this, you talked about the struggles and you said, create three, take out a piece of paper, your school teacher, list three columns on here. 
So was the intent there to say, okay, here's struggle one, two, three, four, five, and what I learned, or walk us through that just a little bit? Because I want the coaches here to be able to say, the whole purpose behind this is for people to create more relatability and more confidence in inviting and attracting, connecting with people. So this can help people. What do they do with that, those columns? So I want you to take those columns and write struggle in the first column. And I want you to think about the things that you have been through in your life that at a time gave you those feelings of being alone or you were frustrated or you didn't think that you would recover from it and write them down and, you know, take some time to actually think about it. And because I don't think that, you know, sometimes we're in a great place. We don't think about our struggles. We don't think about the things that we used to have issue with. And so you might have to have a little quiet time to think back. And then the second column, I want you to think about what you did. What are some things that you had to do in order to get through that struggle? And then the third column, I want you to think about what did you learn? How has it changed you as a person? How has it bettered you as a coach even? How has being through that struggle been something that you have learned? And that's where you get the great feeling from because when you connect to a place where you struggled and then a place where you came out and you've learned something, maybe you're more patient. Maybe you realize that there are certain things that you have to work and you can't worry about whether you see the, the, the instant gratification from. Whatever it is, I'm sure that there was a learning lesson for it. Okay, that's, that's great. Hey, and by the way, I was in New York like three weeks ago with my daughter. We got on the wrong train, scared to death to ask anybody. We, they, and then all of a sudden, we finally asked someone, like 10 people came and all willing to help us get us to the right place. You know, it was like, wow. Okay, so we've identified the struggles. Okay, how do you share those struggles in a meaningful way so that they become part of who you are, your story, and to be a better inviter, if you will? Absolutely. So I understand that people are really afraid to share a struggle. One of the hardest struggles for me to share was after I got finished with breast cancer and everybody saw me, you know, come out, uh, you know, breast cancer warrior. And I was in this place where I was not happy and I had to share that with people. But here's the, the difference. I shared it in a way that I wanted people to come with me. I wanted people to say, it's okay that if you look around and everything's not exactly the way you want it, you can do it. And so the first way I do this is I breadcrumb. And so I personally, I mean, I'm here with false eyelashes and makeup and you see me like that on social media too, but you also see me when I wake up and I have no makeup on. You also see me when, um, you know, I don't look as glamorous. And I want people to feel comfortable with all of those versions of myself. When I first started doing um, my workouts, like the two minute workouts, I would always have my kids toys all over because that's how my life was. And my husband was like, why do you have the toys all over? And I was like, cause I want every mother to watch that video and understand that I had a choice. I had a choice to take care of myself and work out or clean those toys. And clearly I chose to work out. And so give little ideas 
evidence, I like to call it, that everything is not perfect in your life. Um, the next thing that I think people should do is they need to understand their purpose behind sharing their struggles. And I think there's a real difference between getting people to commiserate with you and complain with you and get people and for you to serve others. Most people have a ton of people surrounding them right now who are commiserating with them, right? They talk about how they want to go on a diet, how they want to lose weight, or how they wish they weren't so negative. And then they have all these people piping in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not our role. Our role in sharing our struggle is to have a purpose as to why you want to serve. I personally believe that when you are struggling right now and you choose to step up into that light, you are giving yourself back power because you are going to go and help and serve other people. And so for me, my purpose has always been, I don't want people to feel alone. I have never, for a long time, I used to think that the things I struggled with were, were things that only I struggled with. And then I realized when I started to share them that a lot of women struggled with them and that I would get these messages from them like, girl, like, are you in my head? Like, I thought I was the only person that thought that way. And so when they, you know, when they want to get healthy, when they want to make that choice in their life, they come to me because they know that I've been able to accomplish that, but yet I've had struggles along the way. And so when you're sharing your struggle, always have that purpose. Maybe it's that, you know, you, whatever it is for me, it's that I don't want people to feel alone. Then have a plan of action. When I shared with people how unhappy I was and how full of anxiety I was after cancer, I shared my plan of action. My plan of action was, I was committing to meditation, I was committing to yoga, and that I was going to wake up early in the morning. And then I invited people to go on the journey with me. Come with me, girl, is kind of what I always think with my business. And so many people came out of the woodwork. And, and just like you said, Jeff, the women who came with me weren't women who were getting over breast cancer. They were women who maybe moved all the way across country, or they lost their job, or they got divorced. And they were in this section of their life where they were like, I don't know, but this doesn't feel good. And so Bring people with you, invite them to go on the journey, invite them to keep you accountable and, and you will keep them accountable in sharing that uh, struggle. You know, I, I really love what you're, you're sharing here, um, Kim. There's, I, I'm gonna digress just a second, but there's an article that I absolutely love. It's in the Harvard Business Review and it's called, it talks about crucible and uh, the crucibles of leadership. And, and basically what that means is taking struggles and what one of the things, the distinctive natures of all great leaders is that they're able to take struggles and they're able, I'm just, I'm just I pulled it out as you were talking because it, it's so in line with this. So this isn't just a Kim, a, a Kim deal. This is like Harvard Business Review studies on people where it, where it said this, it said, that the greatest leaders have four essential skills. They're surprised to learn that these happen to be the same skills that allow a person to find meaning in what could be a debilitating experience. It doesn't always have to be debil debilitating. Second is 
that they have the ability to engage others in shared meaning, that there's a meaning that comes out of that that other people can, can relate to. And then that these people have a distinctive and a compelling voice. And what you're saying is, man, write these things down. Learn what it is. Learn how to share this story so that it has a shared meaning with other people. And then interestingly, the last piece they've got here is they talk about these leaders have an intense set of core values or purpose that they adhere to, that they attach these other, the, the, the meaning and their struggles to. And that's the stuff that makes great leaders. That's the stuff that people want to be part of. So as you're talking here, th this is a core of tremendous self-leadership and leadership of others. So anyway, went on a little bit of a rampage there, but, it, but you kind of got my juices going. So okay, we've got about three minutes, so we got to wrap here, though, Kim. And I just took your time. But so last thoughts on sharing your struggle and being very deliberate about putting these into action. So when you share your struggles, you are getting the opportunity to connect with people who might not have connected with you. And you get this opportunity to keep growing your business. I've been in this business for six years. And for six years, I've been able to thrive because I have shared struggle after struggle after struggle and have just told people to come with me. And you can do this too. Kim, thank you so much. So last question. Um, in the six years, what's changed? What's meant the most to you? What's meant the most to me is finally being okay with I am enough. I am just as God designed and I am here for a purpose and there are specific people out there that continue to wait for me and continue that I am ready to, to work with them. And that's been the greatest thing for me is I am enough. Yes, you are. And you did an absolutely phenomenal job. So Kim, thank you so much for jumping on, for being prepared and for sharing a bit of your own struggles, but how you've taken and evolved that into something very, very meaningful and that, you know, that has resulted as part of that journey is 11 star diamond, four time elite success club, all star legend, you know, all that stuff. But maybe the biggest crowning glory that you just said is that you're enough and the confidence that that's, that that's given you and that that gives other people along the way. So thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. Well, coaches, a great call today. And um, I, every once in a while, like this weekend was a weekend for me of, of backing up a little bit, trying to slow down and, and look and see what's around us, what's happening, what do we offer? And, you know, Sandy got on at the beginning of this call and shared you know, some of the announcements around the Super Saturday, around bars, around 2B mindset. We have Hispanic programs coming out. Everybody knows that we have a program coming out with Joel. Um, there are a lot of things in the pipeline right now that are intended to help people create results in their life. And that's what we do. We talked about the complete solution. That's what we offer. But when I say we offer, really we, uh, certainly we as a company put those out there, but it's you as coaches that have the opportunity to share those. And the purpose of today's call is to give you more potential if you'll take advantage of it in the sharing in touching other people's lives as kim shared to create a challenge group 
okay, to create a challenge group where there is an environment that people want to be in and they start to gain confidence and they start to increase their hope and they start to create results and they do that because of, of an environment that you're participating in or that you've created. Um, I get that sometimes as we start in this business and as we're brand new, we're very aware, we're conscious of how incompetent we really are. <laughs> it's brand new, right? It's brand new. But as Kim has done over time through deliberate practice, through being intentional, through being purposeful, that has then become an unconscious competence, meaning suddenly that becomes who they are and you get better and better and better if you're deliberate. Coaches, um, Take advantage of what we offer today. Go out, start inviting, do what Kim said with the five, with the three, with the five, three columns and the five struggles, and then incorporate that into your inviting this week. Let's make it a great week. I hear Sandy jumping on, so that's a subtle way of saying, get off, Jeff. <laughs> Not at all. Unconscious competence. I kind of like that. It's I think good, huh? Coined a term. Yeah, I need a t-shirt with that. Anyway, thanks, Jeff. All righty. Um, great job, Kim. Really great job. Great call, everybody. Thanks for joining. And that's the end of the wake-up call for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.